be picky, just be happy with this quick game. Wins in hockey, wins in sports for that matter, are infectious. With that being said, are you believing that the Canucks can pull off this upset after a game two win, a decisive game two win against the Vegas Golden Knights? I'm Trevor Beggs, you're listening to The Quickie, and I'm about to tell you about that formula for winning today on The Quickie here on the Nux Misconduct Network. Speaking of the network, go get it wherever you get podcasts. Kyle Bowen, Nick Bondi had the Athletics Israel Fair on the post-game show last night. They talked about the recipe for winning as well. Go check it out. Nick Bondi hosted Power of the Towel, talked to TSN's Rick Dollywall. Rick Dollywall, the man. Some great insight on Ryan Reeves almost becoming a Vancouver Canuck. Man, that's something I I had completely forgotten about. Go check that out. It's a great interview, a great episode. Of course, Silky and Filthy Puck talking bullshit. Kyle and I get back at it tonight. The formula for winning for the Canucks (laughs) doesn't seem like the most conducive formula for winning, but somehow it's worked them throughout these playoffs. The Canucks against good teams, you pretty much know that they're going to get outshot and outplayed at 5-on-5. That's just a fact. But because of Jacob Markstrom, the fucking MVP for the Vancouver Canucks this season, the Canucks can afford to get outplayed at 5-on-5. That doesn't really matter anymore. And I thought about this more after that series against the Blues where... They were outplayed at 5-on-5 for the first four games and still managed to win two of those games. Jacob Markstrom, because he's a freak, because he's a monster, he just plays well when he faces a lot of shots. For the most part, if he's facing 35 shots in a game, making 35 saves, the Canucks are probably going to win the hockey game. That was the case again last night where Vegas just woke up in the second period of that game. Pepper Jacob Markstrom with 22 shots. Markstrom made 21 saves in the period. It was a phenomenal performance from the Canucks netminder. But part of this formula for winning for the Canucks is a little bit of this rope-a-dope strategy as well. We talked about the Blues playing that way in round one, but realistically, it's the Canucks who often at times cannot get the puck out of their own end. They give up a lot of chances, but because of the talent of guys like Elias Pettersson, Quinn Hughes, JT Miller, Bo Horvat. They don't need a lot of opportunities to score, and that was the case last night against the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas just peppered Vancouver in that second period. We all know that. But it was Pettersson's goal at even strength at the very end of the second period that really broke the backs of Vegas. They just seemed like they had no legit comeback in the third period. Now, had Vegas expended all their energy? Did that Robodoke strategy work for the Canucks? Yeah, it, it kind of worked last night. Can they keep that going? Because again, when you lose the shot battle, when you get dominated to even strength, most of the time you're not going to win hockey games. Now, dare I say it, what one team that hasn't looked good in terms of fancy stats has been the New York Islanders. Because they just let teams play with the puck in their own zone. And now I'm not saying the Canucks are the New York Islanders. 
but they're similar in the sense that the analytics, the surface analytics are not going to paint these teams in favorable lights, but there's still formulas for these teams to win hockey games. For Vegas, it's keeping shots on the outside, attacking on the rush and getting those high danger chances. The Canucks, they're going to give up a ton of high danger chances themselves, but Markstrom is basically going to have to bail them out. Can it work? It's worked so far. And if you look at the Canucks in these playoffs, they've only really played three bad games. The first game against Minnesota, game four against St. Louis on that second of back-to-backs, and game one against Vegas. Aside from that, they played nine pretty good games, and they have eight wins and one overtime loss in those games. Now, they've been outplayed at five-on-five in some of those games, but they've still managed to get their chances get chances on the power play, and get big saves from Markstrom. All I got to say is, sometimes the road to winning isn't what everyone thinks it's going to be. And for that reason, Canucks fans dare to dream. Dare to dream that the Canucks can somehow, someway, pull off this utterly shocking upset. Because that's what it would be. It would be an utterly shocking upset if the Canucks could actually beat the Golden Knights. It's still a long series to go. You know that we got you covered here on the Nux Misconduct Network and on NuxMisconduct.com. Go check out the recap from the best in the business, Jimmy Sinek, always guaranteed to make you laugh. Go check out my five thoughts on the Canucks win against the Vegas Golden Knights and have yourself a damn good hump day and go Canucks go. Yeah, we got to say that on the network now for the fans. Go Canucks go.